about uh, Dory Jackson? Yeah, we're going to check and see how he is today. He'll beat the trainers a little bit. We'll see where we can ramp him up to. Um, looks like he dodged a bullet right there, but we'll kind of see day by day how it is, and we'll kind of move him around a little bit today with the trainers. Who's the next guy up there? Everyone's competing for it right now. Darius Tony out here. Is he going to work a little bit today? Uh, we're going to keep him with the trainers for the first part of practice, see if it builds up a little bit more, and based on how it goes in the early part, then we'll see how it goes in the later part right there. Today's going to be very situational. We're almost going to jump right into team from the beginning. We'll kind of have some brief individual periods. We'll have a quick seven-on-seven, seven, kind of get the guys just juiced up and rolling. Then the rest of the today, guys, what's going to look like is we're going to create a situation and just play it out. All fourth quarter situations, you know, we'll start with the ball, more of a four-minute offense mode. We're going to manufacture some things to make sure we get into the situational part of the game. So you may see a manufactured penalty or a manufactured first down or whatever it may be or an ignored sack from both sides at some point to make sure we can actually get the emphasis of the drill to build into more of the two-minute mode, the end-of-game situations, the substitution, everything that comes with it. What did you think of yesterday's practice? I think like every day, there's some good things to build off of, there's a lot of things to clean up, and every day we have to improve, learn from mistakes, and get better. Good competition with a good opponent. Look at Darius for a second. I mean, he's been out for a while. Um, is this still COVID-related, like the, the fallout, or is this? I'm not going to go into anyone's individual medical right there, Jordan, but this guy's getting better every day. He's working on our trainers, doing everything we ask him to do. So I'm pleased with the progress he's making. He's doing everything we ask as a team. Joe, uh, from an outsider's perspective, uh, the big story for you guys for camp was the day that you guys had that fight and then had to uh, punish the players uh, afterwards. Um, in retrospect, how do you feel about that day, and how, do, how have you seen the team respond since then? Yeah, that's completely behind us right now as a team. We, we've moved on. We've, you know, obviously emphasize the importance as a team of not having penalties within practice and moving forward, making sure we come to play as a team between the lines, between the whistles. So from the outsider's perspective, I can't speak on. From the insider's perspective, I'm pleased with the progress the team's made since that day. Will Shane uh, Lemieux be out here today? He will not. No, he will not. Is he dealing with something long term? Or? No, we actually left him behind. We Everyone was on individual medical basis, Dan. So there are some things that were more available in Jersey than they are up here. So certain guys we left behind just to make sure they had the availability of the rehab they needed, the equipment they needed, and what they're doing specifically themselves. Hey Crowder and Danny Shelton also left behind in that? They were, yes, they were. Similar reason just for parts of their rehab in terms of what we had available back there and what we thought would be better for those guys over the course of this week in terms of getting ready for next week. Joe, how much will you expect from Saquon today? What will it be? Your yeah, so the biggest thing we're going to do is manage his volume. He'll be in a red jersey today. Just like they had guys in red jerseys yesterday, it'll be non-contacting those players, whether it's a quarterback, punter, or a position player. We're going to make sure we stay off them. Uh, he's going to do some stuff in the seven-on-seven. Seven. He'll work mostly early in practice. We're only going to look to get this guy 10 to 12 or so reps, kind of build his volume up a little by a little. And uh, when that's done, we'll condition with the trainers. You mentioned yesterday you talked about the idea of needing to get hits before you played an actual right. game. In your mind, do you still have enough time the next couple weeks before you get rolling in the regular season for Saquon or anyone else to get that contact to be ready for the regular season? I'd say it's definitely individual based on the person. I'd say there's enough time to get a lot of things accomplished. Uh, again, the medical team will play a large part in where everybody's available for specific parts. But as we build in, you know, he's consistently ramped up every week, increases volume, increases load. You know, today he'll be in team drills for the first time. So we'll see how he handles today, and we'll build into that tomorrow. Joe, you mentioned um, earlier that, you know, with a guy like Saquon, um, you want to make sure you can manage the situation as much as possible, even in, in a joint practice. So in, in, when Saquon's in the seven-on-seven, seven, right. do you already know who will be the personnel for the Patriots? Generally, you know, generally we talk on the front end, express who's going to be in, you know, different situations. I can't tell them how to make subs, and we're not going to try to pretend to do that either. But it's going to be more of a situation of they understand the personnel groupings that are going to be on, and when he's in, obviously it's non-contact, just like, you know, some of the guys they had yesterday. And I imagine there'll be some veteran Patriots out there when he's... Yeah, it should be.
it should be. Again, I don't know what they're going to do with their depth charts. I don't know what happened in their meetings this morning. So, you know, we'll see how it works. What are you looking to see from him in that in that kind of setting and in those specific drills? Just want to get him out there moving with the team. There's not some kind of check mark he's got to hit or some kind of box. This is just acclimating him in at this point with team drills and more competition. The biggest thing coming off an injury like this is it's the reactionary speed. It's not the running with the trainers in a straight line. It's, it's not having a, you know, predetermined cone drill you're going to work off of. It's the quick reaction, you know, on movement, on finding to get the space, on trying to avoid somebody. That's really what you got to go ahead and train your body into getting. So we're going to start small and then uh, we'll go ahead and grow up from there. Joe, when talking to Matt Slater uh, the other day, he gave you a ton of credit for him becoming the player that he is. Did you foresee this for him? And can you kind of describe your relationship? Because he said you, you pushed him maybe in places he didn't want to be pushed at times. I think that's our job as coaches, is to make sure that we get the most out of every player. That's what we owe those players. Um, it's kind of you guys asked me about practicing hard. I mean, it's our job to push them to their limits so they know where they can get to. You know, in terms of Matt specifically, you know, he made me a better coach every day. Uh, you have a player of that caliber, you've got to know that you've got to come into the building every day and you've got to be ready to make them a better player. And when someone so accomplished as Matt is and works as hard as he does, that you've got to bring it every day. You can't have an off day. You walk in and slop it around and just think you're going to give them some plate of whatever, they're going to look at you and you're done. That's just the reality of what it is. You've got to come every day and be ready to coach these guys and get them better. You know, in terms of my relationship with Matt, I have a lot of relationships, a lot of players on this team that I've coached. Um, obviously, my loyalty right now is to the Giants, but I would say if Matt needed a kidney tomorrow, he'd have it tonight. How much would you like to get a hill of your own in, uh, in New Jersey? I think it's a great tool. It's a great way of conditioning your players, but it's a great way of conditioning your players safely. And one thing the hill does with the incline actually protects the lower you know, extremities with the soft tissue injuries. So it's an ability of really pushing your guys when they're tired and training them to build that conditioning, all right, without really exposing them to something dangerous. So did you do work on back uh, ends in the draft process? And if so, what you learn about them, what impressed you about them? I'd say the answer is kind of yes and no. The answer being yes is a job to know everyone who's out there. We weren't really in the market at that position right then. Uh, however, there are a lot of other guys on that team and guys who played against that team. That every time you turn the tape on, obviously you're seeing the quarterback and obviously he's standing out. He's a very talented player. I'm not here to evaluate their players, um, but I think anyone getting ready to evaluate anybody for the draft, whether it's one of their receivers, running backs, offensive linemen, whether it's a DB from another team playing against them, doesn't really matter. This guy's all over the screen, so you see him every day. No. <laughs> what did you think of him yesterday? He had a good day against you guys. I thought they executed well as a team. I think you know we had some things we can build on, some things we have to clean up. You got to come out today and compete. Do you find it hard to evaluate where your offense is just because so many of the key players are on the side? No, it's our job to make sure that we can be productive with whoever's on the field. You know, we play teams in the regular season. We're not going to be able to go ahead and have an asterisk next to us saying, but we didn't have so-and-so. we got to get ready to play, and everyone has to be ready. So Daniel's made a couple of nice throws lately, rolling to his right in the red zone. Is that something he's improved on, something you think could be kind of a bigger part of the offense? You know, we'll wait and see, game by game, how that builds in. Uh, I think Daniel's done a good job improving all of his throws, making faster decisions. I think that just comes naturally with his years in the league experience in the offense. It's going to keep on building. Thought he had a really good week last week for us. There's some things that we're going to go ahead and you know, put him in situations for today to help him execute and prepare for the season. A couple more, if you got them. Uh, a couple of guys left uh, some heat issues yesterday, uh, uh, Slayton and uh, Peppers. Uh, yeah, they all finished practice with us, so, you know, some guys left for different reasons, came on back out as soon as they could. Not all were heat. Some, you know, look, sometimes you just got to go to the bathroom. Clement <laughs> was uh, in that group too, I guess. He returned back to practice as well. I don't know. Pepper. 
was dehydration or cramping or whatever, but we've seen him leaving practice regularly. It seems like this is a multi-year thing now. Is there anything you look at is that you can do to help that process with him in some degree? I think it's on an individual basis right there. we got a great nutritionist, strength staff, and medical staff who kind of handle our players in terms of those deals. They communicate with me on a daily basis. We put our players in a position every day to know what their load's going to be, how to manage them best. And again, with any player, if somebody's missing, the next player's job is to step in and execute.